This is a Bible teaching podcast from www.lumin.org.uk. That's L U M I N.org.uk. The presenter is Jeff Lumley. Hello and welcome to our occasional series on the Lord's Prayer. And uh, this time it's the next line, your kingdom come. Not the other bits, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We'll get to those at another point. We're just concentrating on your kingdom come. And our minds have become filled with the Father in heaven hallowing, praising, worshipping his name. And as we look at him and then consider the world around us, we go, oh, Lord, your kingdom come. We see the difference between the person you are and the way you would have created this world and the state of the world. This is your kingdom. Now, a kingdom is the realm of a king or queen, as we've had for many years, but we now have a king. And we have the kingdom is where the king sits above the the realm. We know in our country that it's very unlikely that all the laws that are enacted that are enacted and the way people live in the land is probably not in accordance with the best will of our sovereign. And I can imagine many times the the old queen would have wept or been very sad about the way, the state of the nation. It's her kingdom, but things weren't done her way. And so when we're praying, your kingdom come, what we're saying is bring about the situation where the things you want done happen. We're not praying that this will become God's kingdom because actually, do you know what? The earth and all the fullness in it belong to the Lord. He is the king. But legally, the law, the governance is not under his control. And we can look at this as we look back into Genesis and Genesis 3. And what happened was that originally the the kingdom was his and the way things happened in it were his. And he gave just the one simple command, do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You can have as much. In fact, his first command was you shall eat to your full of everything on all the trees except that one. And we know that uh, man and woman were deceived by the enemy, by the serpent who's later revealed as as being the devil. In We have to wait till Revelation until it actually says the serpent is the devil, but that's who he is. And he usurped God's rule on earth, God's governance of earth through getting man and woman to disobey God and to do something else. Because you see a very significant other factor is God said you shall have dominion 
over the earth, over fish of the sea. He actually made them his vassal kings. His, he said, look, I am the king, but you have authority here. And if you do it my way, things will be great. If you don't, they won't. But it's your authority. You have dominion. What that means is you have governance of the earth. And then the enemy nicked it away from them. The good news is at the cross at Calvary, Jesus got it back from the devil so that it becomes man's again. And that's very significant that we live in an age where the governance of the earth is man's again. Just to be a little clearer, it's always been man's, but the devil had taken the right to make those decisions. The devil had somehow made man his slave, but at the cross, Jesus gains back for humanity dominion over the earth. And since the cross, that's what we have. The, through prayer, we can actually say to God, this is how we want it to be on earth. Why is the world in such a mess? It's not actually because of the devil. It's because humanity has not properly understood dominion and neither has it submitted to God. So we can see changes made when we pray your kingdom come and we do that. But we mustn't do it bluntly. We must do it sharply and we must pray your kingdom come in very definitive ways for those areas where we have dominion. And we looked at that in a previous podcast. So let's take this firstly as your kingdom come in me, because that's where we have most authority. And you see, you can't pray your kingdom come if we're carrying on not living under God's rule. We've got to be saying, Lord, I want to be someone who demonstrates your ways on this earth. I want to be someone who lives a kingdom life. I want to be someone who lives obeying you, loving you, worshipping you and doing it your way. So your kingdom come in me. And... That's the first thing that we need to uh, be looking at. How am I measuring up to God's kingdom? Your kingdom come in me, Father in heaven. I worship your name. Your kingdom come in me. Shine your light on areas of my life which do not reflect your values. Shine your light deep inside me that I might change to become more like Jesus. Help me to live more like Jesus. Help me to be like you, Jesus. Do you know, there are many verses in scripture which talk about God's kingdom. The Garden of Eden is one. The last couple of chapters of Revelation is another. In Isaiah chapter 11, we read uh, something of this kingdom as well with the talk of the spirit of the lord coming 
and resting on the Messiah. And it says, the infant will play near the hole of the cobra. The young child will put his hand in the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountains. The cow will feed with the bear. The young will lie down together and the lion will eat straw like the ox. There is a sense in which it's safe. There's a sense in which everything gets on well together. That's a picture of the kingdom. And as we look at it for ourselves, that should be our aim in our lives. Lord, let me not be a problem to anyone else because of my selfish desires. Let me simply give love to the people around me. So your kingdom come in me. What are the marks of, the, of God's character? Wisdom, love, understanding. Is wisdom a mark of your life? Do you seek God's understanding of the world and live with wisdom? Do you fear and respect the Lord? Do you listen to what God says? Are you faithful? Are you righteous? Are you just? Are you peaceful? Do you know the Lord? Do you help others to know the Lord? Your kingdom come in me because all of us can't say yes absolutely to most, if, if any, of those things. So, Lord, develop wisdom in me. Lord, develop peace in me. Lord, develop a sense of justice in me. Lord, develop love in me. Lord, develop faithfulness in me. Lord, develop righteousness and justice in me. And again, reading Isaiah 11 and just going through that and saying, is this me? Because Isaiah 11, let's just pick up some things. Um, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. As I've said, is wisdom a mark of your life? Is fearing the Lord a mark of your life? Later on, the wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat. Is being peaceful a mark of your life? There are people around you, you might think, that one's a bit of a wolf, that one's a bit of a lamb. Do you treat them with peace, whoever they are? So your kingdom come in me. And then in the body of Christ, in the church, your kingdom come in the church. Does the wolf lie down with the lamb in your church? Is your church a place where God's kingdom is visible on earth. What is the church? Is it the local church that you attend? Is it the whole of that denomination? Is it all the churches in the area? Is it all the churches in the country or even in the world? And there are different times when you will probably have different ones of those pictures of the church in your mind as you pray, Lord, your kingdom come in the church. In my church, where I go, your kingdom come. Lord, I, I recognize that just at the moment, Mrs. A isn't getting on with Mr. B. Lord, I pray for your kingdom to come and reconciliation to come in that situation. Maybe you're looking at the churches in your town and you go, Lord, we don't all get on. There's a big, you know, when, when there's an event, 
that church over there just never joins in or there are two events and five churches go to that one and three churches go to that one but they don't all get on lord your kingdom come with unity as you prayed that they may all be one in the church in our town or maybe it's your denomination and you say lord that's not teaching the truth lord your kingdom come in the church in this nation in my denomination Lord, may your kingdom come in the lives of the people who are disagreeing. May they have forgiveness and reflect your love towards each other. Pray for the leaders of your church. Pray for the kingdom to come in the decisions may they make. Pray that the church may look like the body of Christ. In Acts 5, we read of a church where no one dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nonetheless, more and more people, women, believed in the Lord, men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. No one dared join them, but lots were coming along and joining them. That's the tension that there needs to be. If you're not a believer, you look at it and you think, wow, there's power there. I'm not going close. But then you also think, but that's an attractive power. I'm going to come part and become one of them. And there's a, a sense of that's what the kingdom church would look like. It's somewhere where there is, you can't come in as a, as a half-hearted person because there is such a commitment to the Lord. But when you give yourselves to the Lord, you want to become part of it. And then your kingdom come in the world around us. And this is where we can pray so bluntly because we're always praying about places far away. Let's look at where we are. Your kingdom come here in my street, in my town, in my city, in my nation. Lord, your kingdom come so that this nation might exercise wisdom and live with kingdom values lord your kingdom come in this town so that there may be kingdom values here i live in a village and i've started to pray that in this village criminal activity would not be able to survive i don't know of any to be fair but i'm just praying lord that if ever are people who are fiddling the books who are robbing others dealing dishonestly in their business lord let there be light shone let your kingdom come in all of these things the bible in 2 peter chapter 3 says you must understand that in the last days scoffers will come scoffing and following their own evil desires they will say where is this coming the lord promised ever since our fathers died everything goes on just as it has since the beginning and they pray, Lord, come quickly, all the way through the Lord, the, the New Testament, which is essentially saying, Lord, your kingdom come now. Your kingdom come in this world. So there's a here part of your kingdom come, which is to change the world around us. And there is a eternal part, an eternal part of it, which is to say, Lord Jesus, come quickly, come back. Lord, may the second coming happen. Lord, your kingdom come, that your reign may be established. We need to be doing both. But as we do the second part of that, 
we really say, but Lord, there are people who are not ready for you to come back. And that's why we're praying your kingdom come. Let it be seen in my life that Jesus is Lord, in my church that Jesus is Lord. And let the nation come to a point of knowing that Jesus is Lord. Your kingdom come. On the cross, Jesus set that kingdom up in a sense. He said, right, I've dealt. I've dealt with what happened in Eden. I've, I've dealt with the expulsion from Eden. I've made the path back into paradise, which is the Greek word for garden. I've, I've made that path back. And he said to the robber on the cross, today you will be with me in the garden. That's what he said, because the word paradise has just been taken from Greek and stuck into our Bibles. But the word means the garden. Today you will be with me in the garden. And that is what your kingdom come means. That the garden that God set up for man and woman to live in, for humanity to live in, is available to us for eternity and our prayer is to bring eternity to bear on earth today. Believing it will come eventually, fully, completely. But wanting to see anything we have influence over, reflecting it today. Your kingdom come here in this place, in this situation, in this thing that's going wrong. In my sinful life, let eternity be seen. Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom. This series on the Lord's Prayer is based on Jeff C. Buckney's Worn Through which you can purchase and download from books.lumin.org.uk That's L-U-M-I-N.org.uk The music is by raiseforall.wordpress.com Thank you for listening.